welcome to the Teenage Daydream Podcast. I'm Jet. And I'm Jen. We're talking all your favorite teen dramas. Specific to the early 2000s, because that was like, primo. (laughs) It was. It truly was. (laughs) We are in One Tree Hill still and forever. (laughs) Yep. Yep. For a long time, probably. Yes. I think we Not got probably, I f- yeah I feel like when we did the math it was like somewhere in like 2025 yeah something like that <laughs> which is rapidly approaching and yet somehow not fast enough um more just in a like let's get uh, let's get some of these other years in the in the past as we are yes yeah officially in 2023 right now but oh my god I can't believe we're so close to 2023 <laughs> Uh, slash if you're listening to this it is 2023 oh that's right <laughs> damn spoiler recorded early Time travel. <laughs> uh, we are season three episode three what is it first day on a brand new planet yes uh by jesse james which is oh, okay not the outlaw <laughs> i was gonna say like 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 yeah <laughs> Like the Jesse James? I don't know. Yeah, Obviously not. <laughs> they have a really old recording of stuff before that was even technologically possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and we start with Lucas and some Longfellow blah blah quote. I don't know. I actually didn't listen to it. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, me either. <laughs> I heard it a little bit because I think he repeats it at the end. So if it's oh, the does same. He? Oh my if... God. <laughs> If it is the same one, it's something about being, like, the architect of your own fate or something. Oh, yes, here, yes, here, I found it. We are all architects of faith, either living in these, ever living in these walls of time. Yeah. Yeah. Faith or fate? Faith. Oh. Maybe that changes what I thought about it. (laughs) But either way, I'm assuming that's the same one that he said at the beginning, because that's pretty, they kind of do that all the time, where it's like. Yeah. But he is on the roof, mm-hmm. digging a brick out of a wall. Yes. And getting a little tin yeah. from behind the brick. Yeah. And then he's up there on the, he's on the roof of the cafe. Yes. And Haley comes and finds him and is first of all sad that he tore down their mini golf course. Yeah. Well, I'm like, <laughs> because he's like, I didn't think you were coming back. Dude. Well, she just went on tour. It's fine. My God, you're all so dramatic. Well, but he said he was like, I didn't want it falling apart because I didn't think you were coming back. So maintain it. Right. Like it was spring and summer yeah. or like early winter and you're in North Carolina anyway. So it's not like it was like in snow or so. like, I don't know. But yeah, he was just so like, oh, it was, I didn't want it to fall apart. So then take care of it. Yeah. Probably would have been less work to check on it once a week than to, like, rip the entire thing down. Right. Whatever, Lucas. Anyway. (laughs) What is in this little tin is every year at the beginning of the school year, they write down predictions Mm -hmm. for the year ahead. So, and they come and read them to see if they came true and write their new predictions. Um... (laughs) Lucas says something like, I'll talk to Peyton Sawyer. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, that's and, not true. And she's like, yeah, no, that. <laughs> he's like, yeah, dude, it is, though. <laughs> so good. Um, and then Haley says, I'll date a musician. And she's like, oh. 
<laughs> She's like, maybe I won't make any predictions right away. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, weird. Mm -hmm. But we're finally back at school. Yeah. Been, been a while. It has. It's been a hot minute. Because I mean, like, yeah, I guess it was summer, but even like towards the end of everything last year, like it still wasn't. Yeah, we weren't like super we're really in school because, yeah. Yeah. Oh. So Everyone's they get to school, yeah. Sorry. No, you go. Everyone's looking at Haley because mm -hmm. like, oh, Haley's back. Well, like people know who she is now, right? Because she, yeah, I guess became semi-famous. Yeah, Lucas made some sort of comment about, like, hmm, you're a celebrity. Yeah. And then <laughs> they're, like, checking out their locker assignment. He has, like, four, she is, what, she's 141 and he's, like, 143. And she's yeah. like, oh, it must be alphabetical. And, of course, I was like, wait, what? But it was because they're both, their last name is now Scott. And then, of yeah. course, what, that means that Nathan's in between them or next to them. Although, technically, if we were really properly going alphabetically here. Yeah. And you would default to the first name after the last name was the same. Yeah. Technically, it would go Haley Lucas Nathan. Yeah, because cause that was implying that, like, Nathan was in between them or something, right? Yes, for sure. I yeah. think. Unless, unless the lockers skip. Like, unless they're, like, odd numbers on one side, even right. numbers oh, yeah. on the other side. That's true, yeah. But I mean, yeah, I guess if she was... Either way, the entire point is their lockers are all together. Yeah. <laughs> the Scots so are together. Awkward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then Nathan is there and he makes some comment about how Should've she thought kept... she'd use, like, her Yeah. Should have kept your last name. Oh, yeah, yeah. Your stage name. Yeah. Which really is just her name. Like... Her name, yes. Her maiden name. Her maiden name, yeah. And technically she's Haley James Scott, so actually... Yeah, she shouldn't have been Her next to the metal. <laughs> Logistics police. <laughs> Welcome oh. to the Neurodivergent Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah. Then, anyway. ugh, then we get Lucas and Brooke. Ugh, right. And like, okay, so like Brooke is all like, well, you know, if you're supposed to be the guy for me, like I would have thought you would have like picked me up or like gotten me a bagel or something. First of all, are bagels a big thing in North Carolina? That doesn't really seem like a thing, but whatever. <laughs> and he's like, oh, eh, eh. and then of course, when she opens up her locker. Yeah. It's like decorated and there's twinkle lights and pictures of them and pink floaty things and flippy things. And I was just like, oh. Well, also, I have several questions about this. A, how are people always getting in each other's lockers? Right. B, did they just get their locker assignments? How does he know where Brooke's locker is? Mm -hmm. And, as we have said so many times when Lucas does these gestures, no. Hard pass. Well, and he's trip, tripped it all out with, like, pictures of the two of them. Yeah. I'm like, dude... But also remember getting your locker decorated, not the inside of it, because, like, what? <laughs> but the outside of it? Did people do that? Oh, we definitely were not allowed to do that. Oh, damn, really? No, like, on the inside, like, you would, like, put, like, on the inside of the door, like, you would, like, put pictures and stuff up. Right. But that was it. 
Oh, no. For people's birthdays, people used to decorate the outside of your locker. And they'd put, like, paper on it so people could sign it and, like, wish you happy birthday. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I'll blame that on Footloose. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, it was fun. (laughs) It sounds like it would be fun. (laughs) I mean, someone inevitably, like, defaced it at some point during the day. (laughs) Because high school, but... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um... That happens. Hmm. And then we see Brooke and Haley together. Yeah. And Haley's just talking about how, like, she used to like the first day of school, but, like, she's discovered that she's really behind for the first time ever in her. So, like, okay, this answers her question of, like, how far ahead was this girl? Not so far ahead that she could skip as much school as she skipped. But that was last year. This is this year. Right. So I'm wondering if maybe. No, I don't. I don't. Like the only thing that I can think of is that they let her go to the next grade. But. Or that she at least like did the assignments. But whereas before she was like studying and nerdy. She was still doing assignments. Whatever. She wasn't actually like taking anything in. So she was doing bare minimum like just enough to pass. So she's behind in the sense of like not retaining that knowledge that you would then build on in the next year. That's the only thing that makes sense. Because if she didn't do the work, they would have failed her. But then that's what I was wondering. I'm wondering if she's now behind on the classes she's supposed to have for graduation. If she's like short a couple classes. I guess, well, and I guess it could be that kind of thing where, like, you can kind of do stuff in different years, like university mm-hmm. styles, because, like, that would, I don't think we could do that. We definitely couldn't do that, but I don't know how Americans will Yeah, like. like, we could go, like, ahead. <laughs> like, I took grade 11 and 12 French in grade 11. Okay. But, like, it wasn't a, like, oh, take one, one year and, you know, take science this year but and I take mean, something I else that like year. But, I mean, I feel like if you, if you had failed, like, say, grade 11 math, you'd be able to take it again in grade 12. I don't know, because we, like, we had, like, separate ones. And then we had, like, different levels, too. Like, right. different people had different, I don't know, they all had letters, but it was basically, like, you know, your normal, everyday level of class, then one slightly lower, and then one slightly above. I guess, you know, like, the smart oh, okay. kids, the generic kids, and the not-so-smart kids. So, like, because you'd kind of, like, right. it was, it would, like, you would pick a path, right? So that then, if you were, quote, unquote, smarter, you weren't, like, taking the easy stuff. Like, you would, so it would be slightly more challenging yeah, to you. Yeah, we just had academic and applied. Yeah, well, yeah. So we had three, I guess. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because, yeah, anyway. there was just, like, but, yeah, so I don't, I don't really Unclear know. how she's behind. But she is. Yep. She's going to have to work extra hard to catch up. And also, everyone's staring at her. Except for Nathan, who won't look at her. Which is right on cue for when Peyton comes and makes a snippy comment and, like, awkward. Yeah, Peyton's being uh, real mean to her, I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, she is not okay with this. And again, it's one of those things where, like, yeah, fine, be mad at her, but, like, have the conversation and explain things to her. Yeah. Again, I did not remember this part either. Yeah, she's just straight up, like, mean-girling her. Yeah. Awkward. Yeah. 
Anyway, Brooke says she'll talk to her. Yep. Haley's getting laughed at again by some random girls. Yeah, but and like this time is like a specific group of like snickering yes. girls. Yeah. Nathan sees. Oh, yeah. Oh god. <laughs> then the most awkward moment. <laughs> <laughs> Because, like, how does it work? Because podcast, how, uh, is it Nathan and Peyton on one side and then Brooke and Haley on the other and then Mouth comes up and he's like, oh, Nathan and Haley uh, talking to each other for the first time. How is this going to affect his game? And you're just like. Oh, I think that happens a little bit after. Oh, I have that, like, right there. Oh. Like, with the four of them together. Yeah. I have that later. Oh my god, do we have different cuts of the same episode? Because <laughs> he, like, he, because Mouth talks about it again later, but, like, I have that all. You know, the first encounter I have with Mouth and Nathan is, like, Nathan sees the girls laughing at her, and then Nathan is sitting at, like, the little table area, and Mouth comes up, and that's when he explains, like, what a podcast is. Oh, maybe I just, like, wrote it weird. But also, because I, I remember the podcast part, because I was dying laughing. Because it's hilarious. Because he wants to, like, interview him about the basketball team. And he says something about, like, a podcast. It's like the radio, yeah. but you can, like, download it for your iPod. <laughs> you can, yeah, and I was like, you can oh download it and listen to it on your iPod. I was like, oh, my God. Because at this point, none of us were listening to oh, podcasts. no. no. <laughs> and then now we have two. <laughs> and it's yeah. our entire existence. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But I do remember that, like, Mouth was mad about Erica Marsh. Yes. That for sure happened. Yes, that definitely okay. happened. Okay. Um, I'm so curious now about this episode. I think Cutting. I just wrote it. I think I just okay. wrote stuff down wrong. That's fair. Because um, then we get Dan coming to Whitey's office. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, basically just to taunt him and tell him that he's going to get him replaced as coach at the next yeah. school board meeting. Because, of course. Mm-hmm. I love that, like, Whitey always calls him Danny. I know, me too. Because it's so, like, condescending, but also comes yeah. off as, as if it's, like, a sweet nickname. Right? So, like, if you didn't know, you'd be like, oh, like, they're close. They know each other. Yeah. But really, it's like, he even asks him, like, are you ever happy? Yeah. And I was like, ooh, Whitey mm-hmm. coming in with the big guns. Oh, yeah, he's not, like, he's not... He's not even trying to be polite anymore. Like, because he, like, straight up says, it's a shame you didn't burn in that fire. Like, whoa. Oh, yeah. Because then is this when he, like, the lighter and lights the candle? (laughs) Well, because I'm like, what's the matter, Danny? (laughs) Dan kind of gets this, like, weird look in his eye. And when he's like, oh, it's good for the feng shui, something, something. And then, like, I thought fire was Satan's friend. And Dan's just like, yeah. (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. Um wild. Our next scene is Ellie and Lucas. Yeah. So she's talking to Lucas because she knows that he saw her buying the drugs and she's like, "Yes, I was buying drugs. I think they're at the cafe or they're somewhere. I don't remember." It's oh, cuz it's it is the cafe, but it's because oh, they, it like, is. redid the cafe, so it keeps looking different, and then I keep right. forgetting. Right. But, yeah, it has she's to like, be the cafe. Yeah, I was buying drugs. I was buying, like, marijuana because 
she has cancer and it helps with nausea. Why is she telling? I have absolutely no idea. This stranger, uh-huh. Uh-huh. teenage boy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who at this point, how does she even know who he is and that yeah. his name is Lucas? Yeah. And then why is she telling her this? And like, yep. I want her to get me to know me first, like instead of like doing it out of pity. Oh, so then she's gonna love you, and then you're gonna die, right? <sighs> yep. Anyways, you're going to get to know your biological daughter, who has already lost her mother. Yep. To a car accident. Not give her any heads up about the fact that you are dying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Spectacularly selfish behavior. Beyond. Like, shockingly so. Yep. I was like, wow. And now, and now you've also decided to involve one of her friends yep. in a lie. Yep. What? Yeah, just like no hard pass. Oh no. my god, it's awful! It's awful. I forgot that it was that it started this badly. Same. Like I knew it was like a little, you know, tumultuous or like kind of like what? But I didn't realize oh, yeah. all this crap. Yeah. And like again, of course, Lucas knows because then Lucas has to be involved in everyone's fucking business. Right. Yeah. <sighs> But he, but she wants Lucas to go talk to Peyton and talk her into giving Ellie another chance. I'm like, unbelievable. I have so many things to say about everyone's <laughs> behavior with Ellie in this episode. Just like, absolutely <laughs> insane. Holy shit. Well, and because like, at this point, we've only seen Ellie and Peyton's dad, like, fight and him be like, yeah. stay away from her. Why didn't she tell him? Right. That would have made the most sense. Right. In all ways. And then they could have had, like, a family meeting or something. Or at least he could have been like, hey, maybe, like, he should have been involved, not frickin' Lucas. Yeah. But anyway. Anyways. Then we go to the river court where Lucas is (laughs) just shooting some hoops. And Dan comes by to be... Dan. Well, because he was looking for him. When he was talking to Whitey, he was like, if you see right. Lucas, yeah. you know. No, why don't you just go right, look for him Right, because in the last episode, Dan now thinks that Lucas is the one that tried to kill him in this yes. fire. Yeah, because he saw the fire at the bonfire over yes. Lucas's face. Yeah. It gave him memories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then he starts telling Lucas about how he found a dog in this park once and he took it in and gave it everything and then the dog bit him and then the dog never bit him again and I was like did he murder a dog okay this was my question to you <laughs> because it was so like it was so menacing and ominous and well, I was like did he just tell us that he murdered a dog well cause like there needed to be like one more sentence or something you know like I kicked the dog out or I you know but it was just like yeah, like, did you murder this dog? Unclear. Because at this point, that's what we're thinking. Yeah, unclear, but I was horrified. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, man. Um, but yes, he tells Lucas that he saw him at the bonfire, and he's like, I remembered something from the dealership. <sighs> and he's like, oh, be careful. You don't want to get your heart rate up because you're not on your meds anymore. It's like, God. Cool. Like, I'm really glad that you're, like, stressing him out then because, you know. Right? I'm like, oh, so you're just going to straight up murder this boy? I mean, <laughs> as we will find out later, maybe? Yep. <laughs> Jesus. Like, I believe that he murdered a dog. Well, because they have the whole, like, they start, like, throwing the basketball back at each other, like, right. violently. And then eventually, like, Lucas, like, stops and he puts his hands up, so Dan just, like, chucks it at his chest. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not playing this game anymore. And that's right when, like, the Rivercourt crew comes up and yeah. they're like, uh... Like, what's happening here? <laughs> and Dan leaves. Yeah. Yeah. Also, it was raining when they were filming that scene. <laughs> Not notice. Yeah, you could see like little drops on Dan's shirt. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's not not really reading on film, but kind of a little bit is. <laughs> anyway, um, what happens next? Oh, Peyton and Nathan are talking about Haley. Oh yeah, avoiding cause... her. Well, and she makes some sort of comment because he's, like, in a weird spot of the school that normally he wouldn't be in or something. Because I mm-hmm. guess he's trying to avoid Haley. Avoid Haley and I was just like, where? Right. What? I don't know, man. What other, like... I don't truly don't know. Truly, truly don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe there's, like... Like, maybe more of, like, an art section of the school. So he's, yeah, like, not really... normally in that part, you know? Where all the, like, shop classes and stuff are or something. Yeah. Uh, either way mm-hmm. he's talking to her about like how did you manage when we broke up and Peyton's like I kind of didn't really care <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, and then we get Haley and Brooke talking about Haley's lugging all of her books around because she's only going to her locker once a day to try and avoid that whole situation <laughs> I totally and we find did. out that Brooke has spent all of her rent money on clothes. <laughs> of course she did. Yeah. And then oh, this that's is... when they all ran in together, into each other. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then that's when Mouth is like trying to, I don't even know. He definitely says something about like, how is this going to affect Nathan? Nathan's yeah. game this year or something. Like yeah. he does spin it that way, but then he goes off and is like Erica Marsh rant again. Yes. Because he is clearly... He's broken upset. by yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the breakup <laughs> so then Haley comes by to see Whitey in his office first he calls her Avril Lavigne which is hilarious hilarious it's just like such a <laughs> well it's like such a of the moment comment of that moment. but then also like you're trying to think of like Whitey who's this like older coach mm-hmm. man guy and like is clearly like the one like pop culture reference that he knows yes. <laughs> so funny I laughed so hard but basically she wants him to talk to Nathan for her yeah. because he listens to Whitey <laughs> and then he's basically like I don't have time for this <laughs> also you have detention and she's like what and he's like you're in the boys locker room and she's like excuse me I know. So he gives her a detention slip and kicks her out. <laughs> sneaky. Uh, indeed. Sneaky, sneaky whitey. <laughs> and then, then we go back to the cafe and we see Karen 
talking to Larry. And I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot they know each other and are friends, even if that actor was a different person. Well, yeah, <laughs> and they had that, like, date that one time. Yeah, they dated a couple times. <laughs> but he's talking to her about Ellie because he doesn't know what to do yeah. about this whole situation, like, which is valid. I, you know, I think it's been poorly handled up until this point. But, uh, I mean, up until this point, continues to be poorly handled. Yes. Um, however... Karen points out that, like, maybe at this point, like, what Peyton actually needs protection from is potentially having regrets. And, like, if this is her chance to get to know Ellie, and if it's potentially her only chance, maybe she should, like, have that choice, basically. Yeah, because he's on going on about, like, her being alone, and I don't want to get her mm-hmm. hurt or whatever. And then, yeah, yeah. That, like, you're protecting her from the wrong thing. Right. So then we get to detention and it turns out that Whitey is basically just parent trapping them in detention. Yes. <laughs> because Nathan is also there. And then this other guy shows up with a detention slip and Whitey's like, no, get out of here. You're dismissed. Yeah. You're, off the you're free. And he like takes it and the kid's just like, what? He has this burger and he's like, what? <laughs> oh boy. So he's trying to force them into talking, but um, it doesn't really work because... Nope. We find out afterwards that uh, Nathan barely looked at her the entire time. Yeah, we jumped, like, the next morning right yeah, away. Yeah, when she's talking to Lucas. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then we get this group of mean girls again. Yep. Uh, I think they call, call her Kelly Clarkson, which is... They absolutely very... call her Kel- Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. <laughs> another very of-the-moment reference. Right? Because when yeah. did... When would season one of American Idol have been? Ooh, I don't know. That's such a good question. I didn't type any of those words correctly. It was in <laughs> 2000. Yeah, 2002. So, yeah, I, I mean, say, yeah, she would have been like four funny. years in. Like, that would have been. Yeah. I mean, she's still Kelly Clarkson, but like. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then they anyway, get into a fist fight. <laughs> yeah, like she shoves her. It's so crazy. So then Whitey gives Kelly detention again. Haley protests and he's like that's another one for talking back to the teacher and she's like whitey come on and he's like and a third one for calling me whitey and she's like what i loved it though because she was like okay fine too and he was like no i mean that third one yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh boy um but it appears he's done the same thing to nathan so yes. they're trapped in detention together once again <laughs> Nathan actually talks to her this time because there's a rumor going around that she knocked out that girl's front tooth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she's upset because she's like, I don't know why they hate me. Like, they don't even know me. And Nathan's just like, they don't need a reason. It's high school. <laughs> like, yeah, they're just being dicks. Um, um, but then so she tries to keep talking to him and he's like, he'd been working on some of his schoolwork. Yeah. And he's like, I have to get back to this. I don't have a tutor anymore. And I was like, oh, God, I know. I know. Oh, Nathan. Same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> oh, yes. Then Nathan comes home, and Dan is playing basketball at the house, like, in their outdoor, like, their, their outdoor oh, basketball yeah. net. Yeah. And Nathan's like, what the hell are you doing here? Like, did mom kick you out? <laughs> 
And he ends up saying something about how, like, you know, hanging around the house after your wife has kicked you out makes you a loser. <laughs> Which, of course, then Dan's like, oh, you would know. Right. But Nathan's the one that left their house. Like, that's not even what right. happened. Yeah, I know. Meanwhile, he's um, in, like, a full, like, fake uniform playing basketball by himself. Like, oh. Right. On the other hand, Nathan is wearing a shirt that I'm fairly certain is made of terry cloth, so... But, I mean, at least he probably would have been coming from, like, maybe practicing. Whereas, like, Dan's just... I just don't it's like a... Dan. It's... Oh, no, I know. But I was just, like, Nathan's shirt was, like... Yeah, also very. 2000. Are we into 2007 by now? Yeah, okay. it was a polo shirt. It was a terry cloth polo shirt. Oh. And I was, like, ooh. And I remember those. <laughs> they should not come back. Keep them away. <laughs> I saw some. I saw something made of terry cloth the other day in a store. Like a like a like something that should not be made of terry cloth. <laughs> and I was like, it's coming back. Keep it away. Oh no, we're still in two thousand five. How's that? Are happening? we? Damn. I did think we were in two thousand six. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. No, we're still two thousand five. We'll All get right, we'll get there after the the break. But yeah. Anyway, it is very two thousand five. Yeah. <laughs> so this is when Dan tells Nathan that. He's trying to get rid of Whitey. He's going to, he, he doesn't frame it that way. He's like, I'm going to get you a real coach. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So uh, then. So Lucas is talking to Peyton. Um, being and like, I... maybe you were wrong about Ellie. But as this is happening, sorry to interrupt. Yeah, no, please do. Um, we both have ADHD. We're just going to interrupt each other all the time, and it's fine. And we're not even going to notice that we're doing it, so we're not even going to think it's rude. It's true. They're – usually you're just, like, in Peyton's room. But they're, yes. like, walking through the door, walking Correct. through part of the house we haven't seen, walking up the stairs. Yeah. And right away I'm like, this is weird. Yeah. We never see this. Yeah. And then we learn why. Oh, yeah. So he's trying to convince her that she should give Ellie another chance. And Peyton's yeah. like, Why? Yeah. Like, I confronted her. She didn't deny it. Why would I? Why? Yeah. They get to Peyton's room. And her dad and Ellie are in there with Peyton's drawings all over the bed and Ellie going through them. Could you imagine? No. 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 A parent, and in theory a stranger... Just all of a sudden being in your room as a no. 16, 17-year-old girl? I can't imagine it now. So as a teenager, I super cannot imagine it. Same. Like, I could not believe what my eyeballs were seeing on that television <sighs> screen. I was like, who thought that this was a good idea? Well, because then obviously, like, Peyton loses it. She immediately starts crying. She's like, this is my world. Like, right. And she, like, starts grabbing her heart. She's like, all of my art has to do with my mom. Like, my real mom. Like, right. All of a sudden, she's just like, oh, my God, like, all you guys lied to me. And she, like, looks at you, Lucas, and just, like, storms out. And you're like, yeah. Oh, yeah. She should be that mad. Not cool. I couldn't believe it. I was like, what? What? Because <laughs> not only not only are they in her room, which is already pushing it. Yeah. But then they're going through, I mean, like, what is effectively for Peyton a journal. Yep. Like, I am trying to imagine a world in which somebody, like, one of my parents was in my room with a perfect stranger, or, like, effectively a stranger, like, going through my sketchbook. 
that I had as a teenager, I, I cannot even fathom how I would have reacted. I don't even go on Facebook at all for any reason, aside from maybe the podcast. And for a decade, my dad still doesn't understand why I won't be his Facebook friend or like why like on Instagram I have things limited or whatever. Right. It's just like, no. Yeah. And I'm 41. Like, no. Yeah. No, Ooh. I found that whole situation like viscerally horrifying. Oh, so, 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 so bad. Anyway. Yeah. After we get away from that horror show. Mm-hmm. Like, no wonder Peyton's such a mess. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Um, Brooke. We get, we get Brooke and Haley at their apartment. And Brooke's like, our financial problems are over. I got a job at a clothing store called, wait for it, Suburban Filth. <laughs> Which actually might be one of the most 2005 things I've ever heard of Yes, in my life. Like, I could see that being a real store in 2005. Oh, yeah. Man. Oh, yeah. Like, in the mall, 100%? Oh, yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> so aside from that, Brooke has also come up with a scrunchie system oh, no. for letting each other know if they have boys in their room. So she's got different colored scrunchies and each one means like a different thing. Like, hi, we're naked in here or we're just making out, but we might get naked soon. So use caution. And then I think the red one was the we're okay. naked. The yellow one was like, we're making out. And then the black one was like, you need to leave this apartment. And I was like, cause you're going to be real loud. Like, well, cause this is what I'm right. Cause the first one was like, absolutely do not interrupt us. Like we naked. Right. And then, yeah, it the was red like, one, which we're, makes sense. we're like making out maybe with our top off and then yeah, leave the apartment. Wait, what is happening between do not come in here whatsoever. We're naked till you need to leave the apartment. What? What is yeah. what is yeah. the difference there? I was wondering that as well. I'm like, is this just like you've determined how vocal you're going to be? I'm just like, I don't what uh, what 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 are what are what are the options? Like, yeah. Like, I think you probably just needed the two. Yeah, we're like the... just the one. Like, just someone's in here with me. Yeah, we're going at it right. in varying degrees of undress. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but of course Haley's just like I am not gonna need these yeah. like oh and Brooke's so cute because she like gives her a hug and tells her that Nathan will come around and I was like oh yeah well and she says like clearly more pointing towards her and Lucas like yeah sometimes how did she put it like sometimes people sometimes play people, hard yeah. to get to like be sure that the other person is what they feel is real or something yeah. like that which is, like, what we know she's doing with Lucas oh, yeah. this whole time. Oh, yeah, 100%. Of course that's what she's doing with Lucas. The fact yeah. that Lucas can't figure that out means he's a bigger moron than I thought. Right? Which is wildly surprising because we do not think highly of him. <laughs> like, of course that's what she's doing, dude. You destroyed her. Yeah. Like, did he just, like, completely forget that he yes. broke her heart? By cheating with her best friend? But he's the guy for her. She'll see. Oh, he's such an arrogant little twat. Yep. That, that came up on the, like, last time, or, like, previously on, at the start when I was watching it, and I was just like, ugh. 
this guy. Yeah. Then Nathan comes by the cafe looking for Lucas. Um, and Karen's so sweet. I know. She's just talking to Nathan. It's like, Haley's home. And he's like, I remember when we had that conversation and you said you'd give anything to have her home. And she's like, she's home now. So what are you going to do about it? Yeah. And then he says he doesn't know if the guy she left is ever going to come back. And I was like, oh. I know. It's that, she, yeah, she's there, but he's not. And I was like, yeah. oh. But then he tells her that Lucas should come to the school board meeting because Dan is trying to get Whitey fired. Yeah. You can see Karen's like, hmm. Mm-hmm. Gonna do something about this. Yes. Yes. Then... Oh, yes, Peyton's dad goes to find her. She is sitting on the bench that's presumably right at the intersection where her mom died. Yeah, that's what I took it to mean. Yeah, because we were, like, zoom in on the the traffic light and then... Yes, very, like, this is just, like, her picture. Yes. Yeah. And then go over to Peyton on the bench. And, like, obviously, like, he finds her there, so it's significant. Mm Mm-hmm. He apologizes, at least, for, like, hey, I shouldn't have brought Ellie into your room without asking. Yeah. Dude, no shit. Like, even just bringing her to the house at all without asking would have been not a great decision. Yeah, like, and that at the very most, it should have been, like, sitting on, like, the couch in, like, the living room so that she would see right away when she came in and you could be like, okay. I will never be over this. It was just so awful. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Um... He says something about, like, how she can always talk to him. And she's like, I can't always talk to you about everything. And he's like, maybe we can find you someone to talk to when you can't talk to me. And she's like, "Mm, like a shrink? Which clearly probably would have been helpful when we learned she was nine. I was like, shouldn't this have been a thing that she was already doing? Yeah. I mean, I know, like, okay. Here's the thing. If Peyton was nine when this happened, and we're currently in 2005, and she's... Okay, it's like, what, eight years ago, roughly, we were saying? Yeah. They said exactly. It would have been 1997. Fully agree. But also, like, I feel like for, like, traumatic things that happened to kids, even in the 90s, Mm -hmm. there would have been some sort of, like... You would think, Grief counseling discussion. I I would have thought so. Um, but I do see how it might have been less of a discussion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, especially if you don't have coverage for that kind of thing. Mm, yeah. But anyway, I was like, mm, this is something she should have been already doing. <laughs> yeah, especially like when she like got into like her teen years. Yeah, man. Hundred percent. How was that also like her happening? dad is never around. Yeah, like, doesn't he want someone to kind of, like, watch over her? I feel like some parents are just like, oh, my child is a teenager now. I can leave them to their own devices because they can take care of themselves now. And I'm like, no, no, teenagers are more of a mess than, like, your 10-year-old. Yeah. (laughs) They need extra oversight, not less. (laughs) Anyway. 
we go to the school board meeting mm-hmm. outside. Mouth is recording stuff for his podcast. Yeah. But again, it starts going off about Erica Marsh again. Um, and then oh, Lucas. So Lucas is there and overhears the whole thing. And he says something about like, you have to start, stop wearing your heart on your sleeve. And I was like, this coming from the guy with the audacity to walk up to a girl who is currently flirting with several other guys and be like, I'm the guy for you, Brooke Davis. I know, right? How about you like be there for your friend who's sad? Right. Whatever. Anyway, Mouth's like, I'm not going to do that. No. Well, I think he says something too, like, oh, well, like if it was you, like you'd have 12 other girls lined up. Like, yeah, that's not my life. So no. Yep. Then we get Dan's stupid speech. Yeah. I didn't even really listen that closely to it because I hate listening to Dan talk. Well, yeah, he it was some kind of, you know, oh, board, mayor, parents. You know, Whitey's never won a title. You know, the best he's ever done was with me or with my sons. He's running out of my DNA. <laughs> Barf. And it's like... He's such a smarmy bastard. It's about civic pride. Like, everyone should be able to drive into Tree Hill and see the sign Ravens basketball champion blah blah. blah. Why why you? I mean that is very small town to put the like things on whatever. But still, and he's just like, oh like, you know our boys deserve to win a championship. Blah, blah, blah. Right. Although also you'd think if they have a college there. Yeah. I mean maybe that particular college doesn't have decent sports teams, but you'd <laughs> think that the college would trump the high schools in that case yeah whatever whatever it's okay he wants to call it to a vote and karen's like i have something to say dan dan's like i object to this she's never been to a school board meeting and the the head of the school board is like okay this isn't a court of law though so she's gonna talk yeah (laughs) it's so funny oh man but then her speech is so great it's so good because she says, like, you know, my son Lucas, you know, I'm Karen Lucas, blah, blah, the cafe, blah, blah, you know, introduces herself to, like, 20 people that are there. Right? <laughs> but he said, like, I didn't actually want my son to play basketball. I did not want him on the team. Whitey, like, recruited him anyways. And, like, what I've realized is that Whitey is teaching them more about, like, being men than just about basketball. And there's a little bit more like there's more to life than basketball whatever but then just that like he's teaching them to like leave the game behind and be yeah. like just like the biggest dig at dan but in the oh, yeah. most like perfect lawyered kind of way oh, she's so calm throughout the whole thing and like just yeah. like says it so articulately and just yeah like yeah. oh like everyone here like i know that they know that like he teaches them more than basketball it's something like able to like leave the game behind like and you're just like oh yeah because she says something too about how like she's seen what this game can do to you if you yeah. like basically let it become your whole yeah. life yeah it was just so yeah good. <laughs> it was great and then we go back outside where all the, the team is waiting to hear 
the news and like Lucas and Nathan have a little back and forth that I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't pay that close attention to. <laughs> uh, Nathan says something. It's, it's, it's like, you know, it's fine. Like Whitey knows that it's my team and I'm going to, Oh, yeah, right, right, he kind right. of pulls the Dan. And then Lucas is the like, oh, well, we're going to see about that. Ooh. Right. Yeah. It was, it was very, like, early season one, Nathan B. Lucas basketball supremacy situation. Yes. Yeah. Um, And then Peyton shows up and is talking to Lucas and is just like, sorry that I bit your head off, basically. Yeah. Because she was like, my dad said you didn't have anything to do with this. Although I don't entirely believe that. Um. <laughs> well, and then she makes a reference to the grassy knoll. Oh, yes. <laughs> and like, Sorry. even even then, like that was a dated reference. Oh, yeah. 100%. But I was thinking about it like now. I was like, oh, there's people who don't get that reference. Yeah, I'm wondering if it's partly just like a heavily American reference. And because it's oh, such like sure. an American history thing that maybe it is more of something that American teenagers would get the reference to but i feel like not as much now probably not if anyone is questioning the grassy knoll reference it's about jfk yeah (laughs) sort it out for yourself (laughs) but i was just like well because like i can't remember the last time i heard like yeah you know it was like umbrella academy season two like that's the last time i remember everyone talk about you i was just like oh right yeah (laughs) pretty funny but yeah they're friends again it's fine well and she says something about like you're one of the few people who's been honest with me through this whole thing and you're like "Mm." which I think is why we get the scene directly after Whitey comes out looking all sad and serious and he's like I've got bad news yeah because the whole team is outside waiting yeah they weren't allowed in because it was for adults only kind of a thing which is that a thing with school board meetings? I feel like probably not. Like that, because I didn't know what was going to happen. So I thought like Karen was going to like rally people. And I thought like the team so was going to come, come in. and Because that's a very like teen drama show, right? Where like all the kids yeah, would come yeah. in and be like, no, Whitey did this and Whitey did that. But that's yeah, not so what that happened. 100% what I thought was going to happen. Yeah. And then it didn't. And I was like, oh, okay. I guess. <laughs> but anyway, he's like, bad news. You're stuck with me. And you're like, yay. yay. <laughs> <laughs> So then Lucas and Peyton go into the gym because yeah. I guess the school board meeting was near the school. I, I think it was in like the, the theater. Oh, okay. The auditorium of something. That makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. Okay. I thought they were like at a town hall or something, but then they ended up at the gym and I was like, wait. <laughs> yeah. I think because like, it's one of those things where like they have a school board, but like that's clearly the only school. So it's like, right. it's not like here where there's like a region, you know? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm, questionable. Um, but yeah, so they end up going to the gym because, well, Lucas figures. Well, it's funny because Peyton's like, what do you have to tell me? And he's like, what? And she's like, I know you have to tell me something. Like, yeah, she knows all his tells basically. <laughs> and it was so, so funny because what did she say? Something like, you brought me here either to like, tell me something to make oh, out yeah, or, or to kill me. me. <laughs> and we're not going to make out. So I'm either going to die or you're just going to tell me. <laughs> yeah. Which is when he tells her yeah. that Ellie was buying pot because she has cancer. Which I'm glad he told her. I was like, if this boy keeps this from her and lets yeah. her get close to this woman, I, that's unforgivable. Yeah. 
Well, then and Peyton's just like, no, this is just another one of her lies. Yeah. Like, forget yeah. it. Peyton and says so something like... about, like, secrets. Yes. And then something about, like, your secret in the fire. Yeah. Which is, of course, when Dan enters the gym. Which is because you know Dan be creeping. Always. Always Dan So, creeping. like, obviously. <laughs> that was the and first thing then... I was like, of course he's creeping. Then... Dan grabs Lucas by the throat. (laughs) Peyton tries to get him off and he physically shoves her out of the way while also saying that it's a family matter that she wouldn't under that she'd understand if she had one of her own. Which is then Lucas then punches him. Deserved. And then he like super chokes him. Choking him. Like like to murder choking him. Yeah. Which is when Peyton says that Lucas wasn't trying to kill Dan. He saved his life. And that's when, like, the the memories come back. Yes. It's all very dramatic. Yes. And we see Lucas like, pulling him. Dan out of the fire. Yep. And that's when Lucas, like, takes the little piece of paper and, like, blah. Yep. But it's, I was like, why, though? Why? Why hide this? I don't know. Well, and like, then, that's what I didn't understand. Like he hears the because in the flashback he hears the sirens coming and he runs away. I'm like why wouldn't you just stay there? I don't get it. Well, then and all this, Lucas is like, "Oh, I wish I left you there to burn." And then Dan's like, "This is a secret between all of us that includes you, you know, Miss Sawyer, whatever." So then wait, so then the now we're all keeping it a secret again. Well, and I wasn't sure if he meant that that the fact that Lucas saved him was a secret or the fact that he just tried to murder him was a secret. Well, because I was just like, none of this makes any, like, I just... I was so confused by this scene. I also thought it was a little melodramatic. I was like, I don't think it needs to be this dramatic. (laughs) And then I was super distracted, because Lucas had, like, super, like, hedgehog hair, and I was just, like, not feeling (laughs) it. Not feeling it. You are correct about his hair. (laughs) Spiking on the top is fine, but then once it starts going out in the back, it's like, no. No. Oh, boy. Then we go over to Nathan, who's looking at this little jar of sand in the shape of a heart. <laughs> That's from their wedding day. And I think it says, like, our wedding day or something yeah, on it. it which also is an intensely 2005 thing to be happening. Yeah. Um, and Dan's like, you should keep the boxes packed. For, for what? They're his boxes I don't know. and you I don't, don't know. live here. And like, I don't know, man. He's... I didn't understand. Well, and also, like, isn't Nathan supposed to be, like, moving back home? So then wouldn't he... Be wanting to pack unpack the boxes I was, and I he was didn't bring Haley's stuff I, don't, I just yeah yeah I didn't get it either Dan. yeah didn't understand it um so joked. then Lucas goes over to Haley and Brooks he knocks on the door as he's opening it and walking in I'm like that defeats the purpose of knocking but okay <laughs> Uh, Lucas, or not Lucas, Haley's looking over all of her, like, old predictions from years past. Yeah. And she's like, I think I was a better person back then. (laughs) And she, like, makes a crack about how she's going to write down, like, whatever the opposite of what she actually wants to happen because (laughs) life has its own ideas. Yeah. Um, Then Nathan comes by. So they go for a walk downtown and you're like, ooh, 
Are they going to be better? <sighs> but then... Well, and, like, it has a hint of, like, better, well, but... Yeah, because he's, <sighs> like, I have the annulment papers. He's, like, but I don't, like, he's, like, doing that means our marriage never happened. And I don't want to pretend, like, we didn't have good times. Like, we had some really good times. Yeah. And I was, like, uh-oh. What's happening? I knew right <laughs> away, because I know the difference between the two things that yep. he talks about. Yep. Yep. And he was, like, I want a divorce instead. And I was, like, yeah. <sighs> knew that was coming <laughs> so poor Haley is like oh okay great we're getting somewhere and then she's like what yeah wait wait what but the state requires that they be separated for a year no so he thinks they should see what happens between now and then and he's she's like i think in a year things will be good for us yeah so um Ugh, then we get more Lucas and Brooke. <laughs> I'm just not on board with this relationship at all, so... No. Kind of hard to watch. Well, I... Well, I'll have to ask you a question after, because I, I... There's no way that I can word my question without complete spoilers for a different season, so... <laughs> okay. Or at least a different time, or like... Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, basically, Lucas <sighs> is like, I should go. And Brooke's like, um, I think Nathan and Haley are gonna basically be gone all night they have a lot of problems to sort out mm -hmm. she's like you should stay and he's like i'm not gonna stay until we're exclusive and then she's like oh one perk of my job is i get to try the merchandise and she like takes off her sweater and she's just wearing a little underwear and like a little tank top well and at first i was like what is she wearing under there and then i was like oh she's technically like fully clothed i mean like i actually thought she was gonna be straight up in lingerie but yeah <laughs> like even the underwear she's wearing they're like little like little like boy shorts yeah they're not super skinny <laughs> So, I mean, at least she was covered. <laughs> yes, she was. Um, and then he, like, like leans in real close to her. And he's like, game on, Brooke Davis. And leaves. And she's also like, oh, that's never happened before. <sighs> Gross. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I'm just, I'm not feeling this. And because, like, it, I, I don't understand how we get to the other places that we get to. With I don't quite recall. Them and, quite recall. and the triangle. Like, I don't. But it happens. Yeah. The triangle just keeps spinning. <laughs> yep. Um. Oh, yeah. Mouth goes to see Whitey in his office because yeah. he's like, can I get a statement your about your first, first win, of the, win season? of the season? Yay. So cute. Yeah. And Whitey's like, actually, I will give you an exclusive. This is going to be my last season. Win or lose, yeah. Whitey's retiring. Yep. He tells Mouth not to say anything till after the first game. Yeah. Oh, uh, and then he's looking at like an old picture of Camilla. Yeah. Um, and Mouth wants to know how to deal with losing someone you love. <laughs> well, then it's so Whitey's, cute because you just like close the door, pull up a chair, and you're like, yes, so cute. <sighs> So then we, is this when we get our little montage? Yeah, so Lucas does the Architects of Fate, blah, 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 quote again. Okay. And then I kind of like half stopped paying attention. Me too, because he's writing down his prediction, and I don't know if we saw that or not. <laughs> yeah, because then, cause, like, then we see Haley writing down hers. Yes. In like the most 2005 writing on Loose Leaf oh, I've yeah. ever seen. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, 
this is how girls write and it's frilly and cute and oh yeah um so I, I that's why then i just assumed that he also was writing his down right and i i just i didn't go back to check if we actually saw what he wrote down but we do see that Haley wrote down nathan and i will be together again yeah and then like the two of them are on the roof and they like put the thing yeah. back in with the brick yeah <laughs> and then again in hilarious meta-ness yeah peyton is talking because her dad said you know like oh my dad said i should talk to someone so i'm gonna talk to you guys but she's recording a podcast i was gonna say you guys being the entire internet (laughs) i can't even like remotely attempt to think of like what we thought about this back then right i'm like oh just recording and having a podcast what (laughs) But then, okay, so then Brooke is, like, writing letters or something? Yeah, to Lucas. Are they all to... Is that whole basket yes, of letters to Lucas? the whole box was to Lucas. So she writes a letter, puts it... Like, you see the envelope with it addressed to him. Yeah. She puts it in, like, closes it up, and then grabs a box under her bed. Or, like, in a drawer under yeah. her bed. In a drawer, in whatever. Anyway, technicalities. But yeah, you see all of them are addressed to Lucas. Okay, that was because, yeah, I saw a whole bunch of yeah. them. I was like, wait, is she just writing a whole bunch of people or are these all to Lucas? Nope, nope they were all to Lucas. Well, then so she's just... clearly been writing him letters and not sending them. Yeah. I was also distracted because, like, I was looking up the trivia of the episode and, like, it said that the, which I think seems like the easiest thing to sort out, the, not postcode, the zip code mm-hmm. is actually in Massachusetts. <laughs> what? <laughs> Or something like that, yeah. Why would they do that? No one couldn't come up with, like, a fake... Because, like... They're literally filming in Wilmington. Well, and, like, we're supposed to think that they're in North Carolina, right? Right, so couldn't they just, like, grab, like, the closest postal code to where, like, one of them was... Yeah, like, just, like, a random... Just, like, a random postal code from the street? Like... Yeah. (laughs) Whatever. Anyway. Yeah, it's hilarious. I feel like this probably comes up again. The letters? Yeah, like I suspect Lucas finds these at some point. Right? Because otherwise this is one of those plants where you're like, oh, this is going to be something. And then like someone forgets about it and it's like. Yeah, this better. Yeah, this better be a Chekhov's gun situation. Yeah. No. Then. Then we see Dan being pulled over by the police. So then you're like, oh, man, what did he do? What's he been busted for? But then the police officer hands him an envelope. Yes. And he's all like, ha ha. Yeah. And I have no idea what this oh, is Oh, yeah, about. I have zero idea what this is about. Because I'm like, None is it Whitey? Is it the fire? Is it Dan just being a criminal? No like, no clue. I can't even guess. Like, I don't understand at some point where I start remembering this season, but it has right? not happened yet. <laughs> oh, and then. Oh. We get to school yes. the next day, and Haley's walking in, and she's getting stared at again. And then mm-hmm. Nathan comes, and he's like, "Come on, let's go to class." Yeah, we're gonna be late for class. And then he's walking her, and then he puts his hand on the back on her, like her well, back, yeah, to, like back. you know, kind of like. I mean, and not in that like, you know, gross way when guys do it to like direct oh. you, but more in the like, oh. "I got you," you know, yeah. and like. Ugh. It was too much for me. I was like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> you yes. made me have emotions. Yeah. I was like, rude. 
<laughs> right? Yeah. Let's anyway, do this. It was real cute. Um, and that's how we end. And you're like, oh, yes. So as much as Nathan has said he wants a divorce, clearly we're getting somewhere on the on the Nathan and Haley front. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, it was really cute. And like, what even happens next? No idea. Again, no idea. Yeah, like obviously the Ellie thing still has to develop. Something's going to happen with Brooke and Lucas, which is going to be annoying. Yeah. <laughs> right? Keith has to come back at some point. And like soon, no? Mm, I would hope so. Like things need to uh-huh. yeah. things need to happen, right? Because like right. the things that are left over from that thing that happened that time, like yeah, right, right. Because that happens, right? I think so. I don't think we're imagining that. I'm like so sh- <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure because I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Karen has something to remember Keith by. Right. Something very... For whatever reason that Keith is no longer in her life. Right. (laughs) I don't Um, know. Yeah. Stuff has to happen. We don't know. Stuff has to happen. Who did you have as the most annoying? I had Ellie. Good call. For being a terrible adult in the lives of teenagers. Yeah, as soon as she, like, started telling Lucas all yeah. of her, like, secrets, I was yeah. like, nope. No. Go to Larry. Go like, to Peyton. What are you doing? Why are you manipulating yeah. teenage children? <sighs> Horrible so woman. Awful. Agreed. Excellent. Uh, did you have the most high school moment? I mean, the fact that Lucas decorated Brooke's locker seemed very high school to me. Yeah, just any sort of, like, lock, that whole locker situation. Yeah. Yeah. So random. Yep. Man. And I don't think we had anyone new in this episode, really, other than the girl that shoves Haley that time. Oh, yeah. Did she, was she somebody? But I don't, I couldn't really, I, I didn't know what her name was supposed to be. Oh, yeah. I just called them, like, the snickering kids. Uh, right. Ellie, John. And she doesn't show up in, like, the the main... <laughs> Okay, first of all, <laughs> in the credits, there's a firefighter. There's bustier woman. I don't yeah, know Yeah, which, that like, was. what? And then there's just woman. And then there's a punk. And then there's Sue. And then there's caddy girl number two and caddy girl number three. So, so would have it have been Sue? Sue? I'm assuming. Oh, she's I'm in assuming. an episode of Dawson's Creek as random student number one. <laughs> Hilarious. And that's everything that she's ever been in. So cool. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, <laughs> uh, I will be caddy girl number four. Please. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's all we've got there. Yeah. Did you have a quote? I went with Brooks when she says sometimes people mm. play hard to get because they need to know the other person's feelings are real. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. Which fair, but also. Sometimes that's not a great tactic because sometimes people just like the chase. Well, and that's it. And then that's when you get stuck in those situations. 
where like you keep trying because you're convinced that like they're gonna do the right thing or like what you (sighs) want them to yeah because you just believe (sighs) jaded anyways Mm -hmm. any who's uh, what did you have as song of the episode? Well, I mean, I guess, like, I went with the last song, Always Love by Nata Surf, because Nata Surf, what? And I forgot to look it up, but, like, what was, like, the Nata Surf song? Because it's not this one. No, it's not this one. I don't remember. Right? This, this was I my... I should have looked that up as well. And there, yeah, there was, like, a Spill Canvas song. Which, like, I completely forgot about the Spill Canvas. Yes. There was the, uh, like, Trembling Blue Star or something. Yeah. And um, but, a, hmm? uh, the episode that plays at the very start of the episode is by the Veils. Yes. And it's called The Leaver's Dance. Yes. Which is the name of the last episode of last season. Oh, I was wondering why that sounded familiar when I looked it up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I know. I was like, wait, what? Why did, cause same thing. I was like, no, we've done, like, haven't we done this before? I couldn't, I was still got confused. And I was like, oh, no, it's because that was the title of the the season finale. That's so funny. <laughs> oh, is it Blonde on Blonde? What? The Nata Surf song. Maybe. I don't know. If You Leave by Nata Surf is um, on, in an episode of the OC. <coughs> mm. Oh, wait, the highest played song by them on Spotify is popular. Yeah. I'm going to have to listen to that and figure out. Right? Yeah, that's on High Low, which I feel like I do recall as Yeah, because that's 1996. That sounds right. Okay, okay. Right. I'd play it for y'all, but we can't do that because, you know. Right. That's not how things work. <laughs> and also this Where Is My Mind, is that a cover? It must be. Right? Yeah. Anyways. Anyway. Who knows where we go from here? Literally, we have no idea. <laughs> Truly, I don't know what happens in the next episode at all. <sighs> I can't even, like, I can't even guess. When do we, do like, I feel like, does the good, like, does the music stuff happen before the episode? Or is it all after? I don't know. Because if it's all after, then, like, what the heck happens between now and season and episode 16 i don't know because if it's just all randomness until then oh god well i'm looking ahead okay the next episode is titled an attempt to tip the scales gives us approximately nothing however we do have a new character Hmm. next episode oh yeah okay one who like sticks around for oh a little while yeah who knows? Not me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I guess come back next week and find out who the new person is. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you then. Bye.